from Australia. This is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. National news for week commencing May 17, 2020. Today is World Telecommunications and Information Society Day, the anniversary date for the creation of the International Telecommunications Union, the ITU, and the signing of the first International Telegraph Convention. Under a permanent agreement with the Australian Communications and Media Authority, the ACMA, all Australian radio amateurs may use the alternative AX callsign prefix instead of VK on three days in the calendar. That's Australia Day, January 26, Anzac Day, April 25th, and of today, World Telecommunications Day, May 17. Popular on air amongst prefix hunters and others is the AX prefix. The use of a special QSL card with it is greatly encouraged by the Wireless Institute of Australia. Howdy, it's Aiden VK4 APM here with another update regarding our polls. Poll number two closed last week with a total of around 1,700 respondents. Some interesting facts. While most people had an opinion on each of the six issues raised, around 10% of respondents had no opinion regarding the addition of resonance or the WIA team's proposed changes, and a whopping 14% of people had no opinion on whether duty cycles should be included. Of those who did have an opinion, 81% felt that no new substantive elements should be added without consultation. 83% felt that amateur radio should be referred to as a service. 71% felt that duty cycles should not be added. 65% felt that resonance should not be added. 95% felt that we should use Australian standard electronic symbols and 91% supported the proposed alterations of the WIA team. This has been shared with the ACMA and our team and a detailed analysis will be released shortly. The ACMA has this week released a consultation paper on the amateur use of the 60 metre band. By the time you hear this, a new poll on the matter will be released. If you have not participated in a poll and wish to participate in this one, please register at http colon slash slash poll.wia.org.au. This poll will be open until the end of May and will be followed by poll number four. Many clubs have begun using video conferencing for running their meetings. As many would be aware, the WIA has made available our platforms for our affiliated clubs to use for video conferencing, video broadcasting, email and other forms of collaboration. With well over 10% of affiliated clubs using the platform, we invite other interested clubs to email it at wia.org.au to register and become involved. Please send the Secretary and President email address in your request and we'll get you up and running. As has been mentioned previously, the latest version of AR got stuck in a COVID-19 vortex that required substantial alteration to deal with the many events, including our AGM and conference, that have been postponed, altered or cancelled. The delayed edition will be released by the end of May with updated information regarding the AGM and conference. That's all from me, 73VK4APM. And thanks, Aidan. And a quick reminder that the annual general meeting for 2020 will be a hybrid meeting held on the 25th of July 2020 at the National Office in Bayswater, Victoria, 
with due restraint as to COVID-19 restrictions. The dates for the 2021 WIA Annual Conference have been set for April the 30th to May the 2nd, 2021 and to be held in Hobart, Tasmania and the theme is Antarctic Gateway. Do you have some ideas or would like to see something at the 2021 WIA Annual Conference? Then please get in contact with the organising committee at email wia2021conference, or one word, at gmail.com. Whilst on WIA Matters, we have Gordon VK for Victor Papa, who heads up the team that compiles the WIA National News callback stats each week with some interesting facts about the callbacks for the broadcast year. As most people are aware, at the end of the weekly WIA news broadcast, there's usually a process to record the number of listeners that have heard the news. The number of listeners is forwarded back to the WIA, so there's a record of how many people heard the news. I tally this up each week and currently send out a report to the news callback coordinators. The figures... We'll generally get between 800 to 900 check-ins after the news across all states and territories each week. This is made up as follows on an average week. VK1, 25 to 30. VK2, 180 to 200. VK3, 100 to 115. VK4, 100 to 130. VK5, 160 to 180. VK6, 150 to 160. VK7, 100 to 110, and VK8, 20 to 30. VK5 is being bolstered by Bevan, VK5BD, and his excellent video of the news he creates and uploads to YouTube. These figures are also included in the check-ins. I also note the number of audio and text downloads from the WIA website, which averages 700 for audio and 350 for the text. In total, we get about 120,000 check-ins and downloads for the year, or about 2,300 amateurs a week interested in what's going on with our hobby. The most important task is to check in at the end of the news, so you are counted, and the second most important task is to get those numbers back to the right person via email. This is the responsibility of the callback coordinator that records the numbers, and these are then sent to callbacks at wia.org.au, or some rebroadcasters use an automated system to do this. There's some excellent information on the WIA webpage to help you if you want to start up a local rebroadcast in your area and also how to send in news items for the news. It's much better if you compile a text-based news item for Graham to record or even better record the audio yourself rather than just suggest a topic. It's quite a job to put the news together each week and if there are some self-compiled pieces it makes Graham's life just a a little bit easier. And last of all, thanks to you for listening to the news. Well, until next time, this is Gordon, VK4VP. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium called radio. VK4, Victor Kilo, X-Ray, Toowoomba. K4BLBI, Toowoomba. K4FKDB. VK4, Tango, Papa, Kerry, Clifton. K4 Echo Mark. BK4 FSRB Toowoomba. BK4 November Delta Yankee Toowoomba. Thanks, 
Gordon. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Or should the segment be renamed to COVID or Lockdown News? Hi, hi. In a similar action to the RSGB, France's National Amateur Radio Society, REF, has made both the April and May editions of its magazine, Radio REF, available for free download as convenient PDFs. REF President Jean-Louis Truquet, F5DJL, said the functioning of our amateur radio community has been profoundly changed. Many events are cancelled or postponed. Trade fairs, meetings of radio clubs, the rules for participation and competitions are changed. Strict compliance with official recommendations in order to protect yourself and yours is absolutely necessary in all forms of the practice of our activities. However, we radio amateurs are fortunate and used to being able to easily keep in touch with each other over the air and thus minimise the effects of the social distancing imposed on everyone during this period. Multiple initiatives have emerged to this effect. Regular QSOs have been set up daily. The attendance of our bands has increased as well as participation in days of activities and contests etc. Many French ham fests and amateur gatherings have been postponed. The REF head office has changed its operations and amateur radio examination sessions have been suspended until further notice. On the back of last week's report that the ARRL has experienced a 700% increase in demand for assessment services, the Radio Society of Great Britain, RSGB, have experienced a threefold increase of people wanting to sit licensing exams since the government rules on lockdown. Amateur Radio has been called upon to partner with the NHS Get On The Air to Care campaign. This has been encouraging people to chat and support each other and as a reminder, there are 75,000 licensed radio amateurs registered in the UK. In Assam, India, ham radio operator and police officer Tahiruddin Ahmed is constantly monitoring the movement of ambulances that are ferrying cancer patients for treatment who have run out of money. These people came to the notice of the West Bengal Ham Radio Club and organised, with the help of an NGO, for the ambulances to take these people back to their homes. Ahmed founded and runs the Central Amateur Radio Activity Centre in Gufawati. This organisation has been keeping tabs on the convey of ambulances to ensure they get through COVID blockages to reach their homes. In the wake of the outbreak, a group of ham radio operators are trying their best to fill the void in the flow of information and helping administrations and police track down mass gatherings and creating awareness about this deadly virus. This is Catherine, VK7GH, for the WIA National News. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. 
In another ham radio story from India, the Indian Institute of Hams in Bengaluru has set up an amateur radio station at the war room in Chief Minister's Balabrui Guesthouse to regularly update information related to COVID-19. Likewise, some ham clubs from Tamil Nadu approached the government to set up a radio station at the control room in Aziligam. Professor Jai Sathirvel, Department of Journalism and Communication, University of Madras, says along with community radios, ham operators are also helping mitigate the panic surrounding the pandemic. And to finish off our COVID-19 and ham radio update, we have a funny story, not quite ham radio related, however funny all the same. Recent research undertaken at the University of Munich by researcher Jonathan Harrington suggests that periods of isolation brings forth accents. This is not a new phenomenon, and there are recorded instances where isolated tribes end up with whole new dialects. In fact, it is part of language development. However, the applicability for COVID situation comes from studies done in Antarctica with the British Antarctic Survey. It showed that there were phonetic changes within isolated groups wintering in Antarctica. It's not clear at this stage whether the changes are permanent. And now for a COVID-19 free part of the broadcast. Worldwide special interest groups. Women in radio. News from Alara. Good morning, everyone. Last year, it was decided that Alara would facilitate a grants scheme for prospective YLs, or those who wish to upgrade their licences. It was hoped that this would encourage more YLs to take up the hobby of amateur radio, or raise their level of radio knowledge, and also introduce them to Alara. Currently, this is done by paying half their study course and examination fees, and also half the cost of their licence. One year's free subscription to Alara is also included. This has proved to be very popular, and to date we have supported seven successful applicants, two of whom are only ten years old. Hopefully, all will be long-term supporters of Amateur Radio and Alara. Unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, we've had to postpone our triennial Alara meet, which was planned to be held in Bendigo during October this year. This will now be held from the 1st to the 4th of October 2021, and the venue will still be the Shamrock Hotel in Bendigo. We look forward to meeting many of you then. Hopefully we won't still be in lockdown or social distancing by the end of August, but if we are, one thing that all amateurs can participate in without getting into trouble is the annual Alara contest. This is always held on the last full weekend in August, and this year it will be on Saturday the 29th and Sunday the 30th of August. We have a new contest manager, Sue Southcott, VK5AYL, and further details will be published in Amateur Radio magazine, in the July Alara newsletter, and on our website at alara.org.au. The contest is open to OMs as well as YLs, and we look forward to working as many of you as possible in this friendly contest. 33s and 73s from Linda, VK7QP, President of Alara, for the WIA National News. Good morning, this is Martin, VK7GN.
from the Oceania DX Contest Committee. After some lobbying by entrants, we have agreed to try new start and finish times this year. So, for both the phone and CW contests in October, they will run from 0600 Zulu on Saturday to 06 Zulu on Sunday. We think this is the 75th year of the contest. There were two contests pre-war, one run by the WAA and one by NZART. A third set of rules in 1937 was overtaken by the close-down of amateur radio for the war. Post-war, there were a couple of VK international contests in 1946 and 47, but the first VKZL contest was in 1948. Hence, 2020 is the 75th running of the contest. For many years, organisation of the VKZL contest alternated between WIA and NZART. The rules and organisation fluctuated from year to year. Poor publicity and changing rules caused activity to decline, such that WIA was talking about abandoning the contest. In 2000, a committee of VK and ZL contesters took over the organisation, aiming to save and grow the contest. It was renamed the Oceania DX Contest in order to get more stations on from this part of the world, thus attracting people in the Northern Hemisphere to turn their beams this way. The committee has developed further with the inclusion of a representative from Indonesia. Carsono YB0NDT is providing excellent contributions from the many amateurs in YB where contesting is catching on with many stations active. This has resulted in increasing numbers of participants, even in these times of low sunspots. The results for 2019 contests are now available on the website OceaniaDXContest.com So make a note for the first and second weekends in October. Join in for the 75th anniversary of one of the world's oldest and best on-air contests. Thanks, Martin. And continuing with contest news. A reminder of the VK Shires contest over the June long weekend of June the 6th and 7th. Trent, VK4 Tango Sierra, has sent the WIA National News some COVID-19 rule variations that include no multi-ops, no rover section, a repeat QSO can be every four hours in the eight-hour category, and you must nominate two by four-hour segments. There's a start time of zero hours UTC and it takes place on all HF contest bands. That's 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10. The IARU HF World Championships is to be held on July the 13th and 14th. Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, the next contest, is the 17th of July and it has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSB, CW and RTTY or PSK. The Remembrance Day Contest will be on August the 15th and 16th. And finishing with an interesting DX opportunity coming up, an update on the New Zealand sub-Antarctic islands, that's OC037. 
the Perseverance DX Group, or PDXG, has some unfinished business. Several PDXG members participated on the 2012 ZL9 activation that was cut short by weather. After their successful VP8PJ South Orkney Islands 2020 de-expedition, PDXG is pleased to announce their intention to activate the New Zealand Sub-Antarctic Islands ZL9, that's uh, Club Log number 24, most wanted, in the 2021-2022 time frame. The plan includes 160 to 10 metre operation, CW, SSB, RTTY and FT8, with emphasis on 160, 80, 60, 40 and propagation dependent 12 and 10 metres. The landing permit process is pending and discussions with transportation partners have begun. However, the COVID-19 lockdown has caused significant delays and uncertainty. Additional information will be published as it develops. You can address questions to uh, the email address zl9 at pdxg.net. And remember, all major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Worldwide special interest groups, microwaves. VK7 has achieved their goal of having 23 participants on 23 centimetres during their post-broadcast 23 centimetre QSO party. The driving force has been Rex Moncur, VK7 Mike Oscar, who has held many 23cm Yagi antenna building days at his home. Rex then started the 23cm QSO parties as a way of getting these new antennas on air. This has even expanded out to 23cm, being popular during the day and night, with amateurs listening out on 1296.15MHz when in the shack. Last Sunday, the 10th of May 2020, saw 23 people participate in the 23cm QSO party. 21 in Hobart on FM and 2 from Launceston using the WSJT mode QRA64. Congratulations to Rex and all who participate in the 23cm QSO parties each Sunday. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, QRP Radio. During the week, the contest manager Andrew, VK1 Delta Alpha, VK2 Uniform Hotel, let everyone know the outcome of the VKQRP contest for 2020. It was held on April the 18th and runs in two blocks. Digital CW from 1000 to 1059 UTC and SSB Digital Voice from 1100 to 1159 UTC. Power is limited to 5 watts and is 80 metres only. General comment was that it was very noisy, challenging band conditions. Mike, VK2 India Golf, took first place in the CW section and Laurie, VK5 Lima Juliet, took out first place in the SSB section. Congratulations to all who participated. This has been Idris VK7ZIR for the WIA National News. Thanks, Idris. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. New Chinese amateur satellites expected to launch in September. 
Two new Chinese amateur radio satellites are now expected to launch on September 15, 2020. The first of these satellites, CAS-7A, is a 27-kilogram microsat with three-axis stabilisation and several transponders. The transponders include a 15-metre to 10-metre linear, a 15-metre to 70-centimetre linear transponder and a 2-metre to 70-centimetre linear transponder. Then, second satellite is CAS-7C, a 2U CubeSat with a VHF to UHF linear transponder and a CW beacon. CAS-7A and CAS-7C will launch from Jiquan Satellite Launch Center into a 500-kilometer sun-synchronous orbit with an inclination of 98 degrees. Satellite Distance Record Set Satellite operators are rapidly pushing towards the 7,942-kilometer theoretical maximum range on RS-44. The 7,859-kilometer record held by K17UNJ and JA0CAW was eclipsed on the 6th of May 2020 at 1900 UTC with a QSO between EA4CYQ and UA0STM, a distance of 7,894 kilometres. On 9th of May 2020, this record fell again when W5CBF in Louisiana, USA, worked LA7XK in Norway, a distance of 7,916 kilometres. Another claimed DX record was also claimed on May 6. This time it was on satellite PO-101, Diwater 2PH. EA4SG reports working R9LR at 2303 UTC. The distance between the two stations is 5,128 kilometres. This has been Peter. VK7PD for the WIA National News. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. Here in southeastern South Australia, it can be heard on VK5RMG on a frequency of 146.900 MHz, VK5RKN on 147.375 MHz, VK5RNC on 146.650 MHz, and VK5RBT on 147.350 MHz at 9am Central Standard Time. This is Cole, VK58CF. Weird and wonderful file. Radio amateurs gather to support the hamburger factory. The San Diego Union Tribune reports the Poway Amateur Radio Society rallied to support the hamburger factory restaurant on Saturday, May the 2nd, holding a takeout food rally in the parking lot. The restaurant has hosted the weekly PARS Saturday breakfast for over 30 years and at these meetings ham radio operators would discuss technologies, radio communications procedures and plans to support the local community during declared emergencies. Given the COVID-19 and social distancing requirements, uh, Vice President Charlie Ristoselli, November November 3 Victor, and the Amateur Radio Society organised takeout, and amateurs sat in their cars and conversed, thus giving their support to the restaurant's employees' business.
according to Aristocelli. Of the 45 PARS members, 32 participated, resulting in good business and $325 in tips for the employees. This is Mike, VK7 Foxtrot Bravo, for the WIA National News. And final, final with the social scene. Due to COVID-19 situation, please check these events direct for up-to-date status information. In 2020, the VK7 Biennial Hamfest in November, VK4 the Rockhampton Amateur Radio Annual Dinner, Saturday, November 21, VK4 the Tark Christmas Party, Sunday the 13th of December at 2pm, VK4 the Tark Christmas Lights Tour, Friday the 18th of December at 7pm, 2021 VK2 the Wyong Field Day tentatively set for February 28, and VK, the WIA Annual Conference in Hobart, April the 30th to May the 2nd. And the Alara Meet 2021 in Bendigo, October 1st to 4th, 2021. And a reminder from the segment with uh, Gordon, VK4VP, the most important task is to check in at the end of the news so that you're counted. And the second most important task is to get those numbers back to the callback coordinator who sends them through to callbacks at wia.org.au. And a huge thank you to Graham VK4 Baker Baker, who has given VK7 a chance to bring you the news for the last fortnight. 73s and say safe from the VK7 National News Team, which this week was Catherine VK7GH, Mike VK7FB, Linda VK7QP, Peter VK7PD, Idris VK7ZIR, and yours truly, Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF. We thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening and remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.